Welcome to your personal branding 101 podcast with your host, Professor Nez. Helping you to discover your purpose, communicate your message so you can impact your audience. How do you craft a message so you can reach the right audience so that you can advance your career, grow your business, and stress a whole lot less? I'm going to be answering all your questions. Welcome, 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 Nez Nation. How are you doing today? Welcome, podcast. Welcome, uh, live stream, replay viewers. I'm so excited to see you. Come on in. Come on in. It's Nez Nation Live. It's another episode of Office Hours with yours truly, Professor Nez. Um, I am a career coach, executive career coach as well as an online business strategist. And this is a new weekly live show that I've been doing, uh, that I've been doing live uh, so that I can help bring you guys the most value possible. I love doing this show. We've got a special guest coming on very, very soon. And uh, I'm just really, really excited to see you. So let me know that you're here. Please share this out because you all know sharing is caring. Um, we want to get as many people as we can. This is a, a kind of a new time that I've been going live. I know replay viewers and podcast listeners, this might not make sense to you, but uh, it will in just a second. Um, this is a kind of a new time that I think I've been really, really excited about. It really works best for me and my kind of schedule. And it also really works. So if it works really good for me, that means I can provide the most assistance, help, information, and bone marrow content that I can for you. And so uh, it's it's really, really um, a deep pleasure. Welcome. Welcome, Facebook. Good to see you. Good to see you. I think for Facebook, by the way, um, you have to kind of enable or allow uh, the, the, the uh, Facebook to show your name. So hopefully uh, you can do that. Uh, welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much. Please make sure that you share this out. And so what this show is all about, it's a live Q&A with yours truly, personal branding coach, Professor Nez. And I said at the very top of the hour, how do you craft a message? It's all about, you know, personal branding is just a phrase. And you guys have heard me say this many, many times before. What it essentially is synonymous with, what it essentially means in the simplest terms possible, boy, do I need a haircut or do I need a haircut? How y'all doing, by the way? I want to know how you're doing. Let me know how you're doing. This is another reason why I love. There he is. There's Kenneth Dunner live from Sugarland, Texas, bringing your comments up on the chat. How are you doing, Kenny? Make sure you share this out. I want to know how you're doing. I really, really want to know how you're doing because I know that this is a very, very tough time right now. Uh, Kenny, let me know how I'm coming in there. Let me know if everything's coming in okay. Uh, I know that this is a really, really tough time right now. And, and you know, it's interesting because this is supposed to be Mental Health uh, Awareness Month, you know, and uh, I'm not really a big fan of uh, any of these sort of like, you know, um, designated times that we pay attention to something like, I don't know, uh, what it, pick, pick whatever it is. I think that if you truly believe in helping, if you truly believe in, in something, it's, it's bigger than just a day, it's bigger than just a month. Uh, but you know, I, I'm happy to uh, I'm happy to do my part, and I'm happy to uh, contribute as best as I can within the the that context. And so, a lot of you guys, you know, I talk about messaging and communication, and, and especially if you want to advance your career, especially if you want to grow your business, it starts with 
you know, understanding how to get your, what, what it is that you can do across to your audience so they can understand you and possibly make a decision. Because in order for your audience to make a decision, they need to understand you. They need to know who you are. <clears throat> That's the only way that they're going to be able to make an educated, intelligent decision. They need to first understand what you're talking about, right? So how do you do that? How do you craft a message? It's difficult for a lot of us to talk about how we can solve problems for entities, organizations, clients, customers, etc. You know, this really, there's nothing really crazy complex to it. Um, you know, and, and, and I want to get back to mental health in a second because it all starts there. Uh, uh, this is really just about being a human being and not thinking about yourself, but thinking about what they want. It's always about them. If you want to advance your career, if you want to earn more money, if you want to grow your business, if you want to establish your position, your online reputation, your personal brand, which is modern communications, people need to understand who you are. If they don't understand who you are, it's game over. So being able to understand what they need and how your expertise, how your skills, your assets can help them with their problems, with their challenges, with their pain points, it really comes down to just being a human being and stop thinking about you. Put yourself in their shoes. Put yourself behind their eyeballs. Look at the world through their eyes. Feel what they feel. So great to see you guys. We're going we're gonna to have a special guest. Thank you so much, Kenny. Ju Junri, great to see you on Facebook. Thank you so much. We got George Fisher in the house. Happy Memorial Day. So great to see you guys. I love it. Please make sure that you share this out because y'all know that sharing is caring. It's so great to see you guys. You know, I have a, a quick story and then I, I, I haven't forgotten. <laughs> I know what you guys are thinking. <laughs> I haven't forgotten. I'm still going to get back to that uh, mental health awareness thing because it's huge. Uh, I went to get my story time. It's story time with Nez. And by the way, we're going to bring in a special guest very soon as well. So I was at a uh, dealership the other day. And the other day, it was yesterday. <laughs> this was yesterday. And, uh, you know, speaking of speaking of if you want to be successful, I think this is a perfect example. I always love to kind of correlate things with stories, especially stories from my own personal experience. And so uh, great to see you, Ashish. Thank you so much. Make sure you share this out. Thank you so much. And make sure you hit that like button so I know you're here. Um, and so, and so, uh, you know, I was, I was getting my wife's car serviced and I've been going to the same guy for 20 years to get my, uh, to get all my mechanical, all my auto, uh, needs met. Uh, this guy exemplifies Alan, if you're listening and watching, this goes out to you and I give him a hard time all the time. You schlub, but, uh, you know, uh, he, uh, he's just, he's perfectly, uh, he's a perfect example of what I'm talking about when it comes to he doesn't ever think about what he needs. And by doing that, he serves his clients with the utmost dignity, with the utmost uh, uh, um, satisfaction and execution. And his clients and customers end up not only doing for him, like I was sitting there going over paperwork with him and three people came up and offered him cookies, croissants, one person gave him a, a, a gift card. 
you know, by, by not thinking about himself, he's doing what he can do for the company, but he's also doing what he can for himself, which is he's maintaining that, hey, you know, and this is Toyota. This is not a big shock. Hey, Toyota, I'm a valuable asset because look what I can do for these customers. Um, he never thinks about himself first. Hey, how you doing, Sethi? Good to see you. Fantastic. Anthony, there you are. There you are. Great to see you. Yo, 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 yo. Fantastic. It is so great to see you guys. Make sure you share this out because sharing is caring. And retweet this, please, Seti. Everybody on Twitter, Facebook, make sure you share this out. So, uh, so okay. So let me get to this. This is this is really really good. And so and so um, and so you know um, he was working on my car, and so I was going to go and, and and something caught my eye because the service area is right next to the dealership. And if you follow me on Twitter, then you know you know where this is going. Um, I, I, this, you know, I've never had a pickup truck before my entire life. I've never been a car guy. I literally just get cars to, you know, especially when I was single, if a car just got me from point A to point B, I could care less if it looked like crap. I could care less if it, uh, you know, what color it was, or, you know, I just wasn't never one of those dudes. Um, and much respect to you if you, if you are. But, uh, you know, here's so so something caught my eye and it was this huge, beautiful, gorgeous pickup four door truck. And I've always wanted a truck. And I finally reached a place in my life where, hey, you know, and those cars are not ex- uh, they're, they're probably the most expensive car on the lot. If you think about it, especially for 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 this dealership. And and so um, and so I uh, I just caught my eye and I was like, hey, Alan, my service guy. Um, here I signed the paperwork. I said, okay. He said, it'll be about an hour. So I went and perused and I went over to the dealership and I, and I was looking at this truck for not five minutes, not 10 minutes, but 20 minutes. And nobody came to see if I needed help. Nobody came to see if I, uh, you know, was, you know, wanted to talk about anything or potentially purchase anything or whatever, which actually I might have been. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I wasn't in a real purchasing mood. I was just there to kind of look, but I'm not, you know, my wife and I, we've been looking to get, you know, different vehicles and, uh, you know, maybe not right away, but in the near future and we have a family. And so protection is a big deal for me because, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of crazies out there driving. Uh, and so it's not, uh, I, I always, right now I have that fatherly kind of impetus and that fatherly vibe where, um, you know, I'm just really looking for protection and, and, and the, the reason pickup truck is so attractive is not only is it super big and super protective and I know all the environmental stuff. This was actually a hybrid though, but the fact that I could carry bikes in it and, you know, take my, we, you know, my family and I like to do a lot of things together, fishing, biking, uh, you know, cross country, hiking, what have you. Um, you know, my son has a little mini electric motorcycle that we, that my, my brother bought him for Christmas. So it was like the perfect vehicle. And this was the most expensive vehicle on the lot. Nobody came for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Finally, I go inside the dealership. Okay. And, you know, I tried to project a, you know, kind of expression like, Hey, is anybody around here? Uh, you know, is, is there anybody who can talk to me? Four people walked right by me. And the place was not busy, mind you. And I'm not, look, this is not a, I'm not, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here, maybe whatever. But I mean, I figure it's, 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 you know, I don't think a lot of people are buying cars right now. I mean, the economy is in a very, very tough place right now, a very tough spot right now. And I'm, I'm almost, I think it's safe to say 
that uh, you know uh, uh, people could use sales. Companies like like these big companies, small companies, what have you, could use sales, right? Finally, I just flagged somebody down. It was like forty five minutes. Nobody talked to me. I flagged somebody down. I said, uh, "Hey, man, I'm kind of interested in, in in test driving this." And uh, I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about it. And he said, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, you're going to have to go inside and talk to a salesman. And he walked away. <laughs> now, I'm a business person. I've been a business person my whole life. I'm also you know, in the public sector, too. I love teaching. I, I'm a professor, so I teach business communications at several universities. Um, I know that if, you're, if this is how you treat your customers before they buy, I can't imagine what how you treat them after they buy. If this is how you do business, you're not going to be in business much longer. And I don't care how big you are. I don't care how uh, perfect your uh, processes or system is or how long your regular customer clientele is. Now I, and I went on Twitter and I just, and I even tagged Toyota, which only one person I think responded. I just went on Twitter and I just said, hey, does anybody want to make a sale today? I made it very simple. Not judging, not saying, you know, hey, this sucks. Or I wasn't one of those people like really being demanding or anything like that. But I I just couldn't believe like I'm willing to, I was, I I could have potentially been ready to buy right there on the spot if if somebody, I'm a big believer in service. I'm a big believer in humanness. Our mantra, our mission, forget mantra, sorry. Our mission statement here at Nez Nation is bringing more humanness to this digitalness. It was, it was just amazing. I, it, was, it, was, it was dumbfounding to me. And so, uh, you know, I, uh, I really, I really uh, was shocked by that. Hey, great to see you, Sharon Elstrom. Good to see you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not doing YouTube. Is that you, Beth? Yeah, I'm not doing uh, I'm not doing YouTube um, because for a very very good reason. And by the way, if you have any questions, we're going to have a special guest in just a second. But if you have any questions at all, leave your questions in the comments. So I'll tell you why I'm not doing YouTube live. I'm live right now on LinkedIn, Twitter, and my Facebook pages. At least I hope I am, and uh, my Facebook group, my personal branding mastermind group. Um, I'm a big believer if you want to build your channel, which my channel is growing beautifully, uh, I'm a big believer in um, data. I'm a big believer in analytics. It's the same thing I use for my business. It's the same thing I use for my clients. Uh, You know, I run a personal branding uh, uh, agency where we help clients, individuals, and businesses craft a message so that they can earn more, grow faster, and stress less. Uh, all sorts of links over at professornez.com if you're interested in working with me. Uh, and so I, I have, um, I have not, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going live on YouTube because the analytics have actually demonstrated that, uh, you know, this is the, the analytics have demonstrated that YouTube, um, when I go live on YouTube, it's, it's actually hurting my channel rather than helping it. And that my my audience is not sticking around on those live streams. Those replay the replay value of those live streams is not uh, as um, you know conducive to to my audience. My audience is not um, sticking around. My audience. So it's it's really important. And and I have a whole video on YouTube. The especially it's I actually did a live stream. Not to say that I don't go live on YouTube. I do go live on YouTube. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, I don't go as live as much as I used to, especially this show right here. 
office hours with Professor Nez, which I'm, uh, this is, this is a show where you can ask me anything and I'm going to bring a special guest on in just a second. And so, I, 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 and so I'm a big believer in, I'm a big believer in looking at your analytics. If you don't look at your analytics, um, then, then you're going to be in a lot of trouble. So you should always be informed by data. Uh, Sharon says, same exact thing when I bought my last Ford. My daughter and I looked at it for 25 minutes and finally, yeah, yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it, I, was, I was absolutely shocked. Yes, you have to go where your audience is. Very good, uh, uh, Sharon. Yeah, actually, that's a good point, Sethi. Uh, Sethi uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, uh, it's, it's, it's not something, it's not something that, it's not something that I'm crazy about. It's not something that, um, you know, I'm not worried about creating a whole new channel for. I, I, I respect the context of the platform and I respect what my audience wants and needs. And so, and so, Hey Flash, how you doing? I couldn't see your name, man. It's nothing, uh, no big deal. How you doing Flash fam? Great to see you, man. It's nothing, uh, Nothing personal, brother. It's just, uh, you know, I'm a one man show here. I'm trying to do the best I can, brother. Don't worry about it. I, I, I know, I know you're, I know you're here, Flash. It's great to see you. Uh, happy to have you, Flash fam. Hey, by the way, Flash, that video where I talked about YouTube analytics, I was ve- wearing a very, very special shirt. You got to go check that out. It was a very, very special shirt. So uh, leave your questions in the chat down below. Okay, because uh, uh, this is a live Q&A. So this is a show that I've been doing regularly for a very, very long time now. Okay, Gary's in the green room. Gary, I'm going to bring you in in just a second. We've got a very, very special guest who's going to come in and help me answer questions. If you have any questions about how to build your online presence, how to grow your career, how to get your message right so you can attract the right audience in this online ecosystem so you can earn more, grow faster, and stress less. Ask us anything. We're happy to help. Now, before I bring Gary in, I told you I was going to get back to mental health. A lot of you guys might not know this, but uh, you know, I am somebody who, who you know, literally the reason that I started my YouTube channel back in 2016, and I didn't really do anything with it until late 2017. Uh, and I'm so proud of the growth. I'm so proud of you guys in this nation, all the comments, all the beautiful messages and DMs. And just the fact that my content's bringing you value means the absolute world to me. Um, you know, I suffered from debilitating anxiety and depression as a young man. And, uh, you know, I, I went through hell with this dude right here. And in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, I just, you know, wanted to say that, you know, I've gone through uh, a back and forth A to Z, everything you can imagine. And I know Gary, uh, uh, Gary's going to come in and talk about that a little bit too. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's something that I think is so, it's the cornerstone of my success. I've been researching, studying for over 25 years, being a practitioner of this dude right here, the dude inside your head. You know, I talk, I say a lot, mindset and messaging, you know, communication is everything. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. It doesn't matter what platform you're on. It doesn't matter what your, your goal, your incentive, your objectives are. If you can't communicate who you are, it's going to be very difficult to get anything cooking. But if you don't have your mindset right, you can't get your message right. And so I've got a ton of videos. I've got a ton of videos uh, uh, over on my, uh, over on my channel 
um, that uh, you got to go check out over at professornez.com forward slash videos. Not only do I have videos that will help you with video interviews, career search, job search, remote jobs, building your brand, building your online business, crafting a message, getting started with your personal brand. I've got coaching calls, but I've got an entire playlist called Mindset Mastery where uh, I really talk about everything to do with this dude inside your head because that's one of the major impetuses for me doing this is to share what I've gone through, share my expertise, having been eat, sleeping, and breathing language for over 30 years, but also somebody who studied this dude for over 20 years. Um, it means the world to me. That should be your intention. You, If you want to grow your online brand, if you want to grow your online presence, you want to grow a YouTube channel, LinkedIn channel, Twitch, whatever, it's important that you know what your intention is, and it's important that you share your story authentically and you do that consistently. That's absolutely essential. Uh, we're doing fantastic, Sethi. I'm, I'm doing absolutely fantastic considering. Uh, so, so I'm doing absolutely fantastic. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring our awesome guest in just a second. What are your thoughts and strategies to fight against the algorithms for organic content? I'm gonna get to that right now. I'm going to get to that right now. So leave your questions in the chat below. And uh, uh, as a matter of fact, really quickly, this is the algorithm is this is everything you need to know about the algorithm. OK, so so you don't need to fight the algorithm. You need to befriend the algorithm and how you be, befriend the algorithm to get things cooking for your organic content is you want to create content that respects that individual platform. You want to create content that respects the, the, the nuances of that specific platform. So, for example, for LinkedIn, you wouldn't post uh, the same exact thing on Facebook that you would on LinkedIn because it's a different audience, different mindset, different expectation. And you try to create content that keeps the end user on that platform as long as possible. That's how you befriend the algorithm. How do you do that? Well, understand everything you need to know about that specific uh, platform get as much engagement. It's not necessarily about views. Engagement is more important. Likes, shares, comments, conversation, and keep them on that platform for a long time. And then the algorithm goes, hey, wait a minute. Nez is keeping people longer here. Uh, Nez is actually creating a lot of content here. Nez is actually, uh, you know, creating content that keeps people uh, enthusiastic, infectious, engaged. That's how you befriend the algorithm. Absolutely important. Okay, keep those questions coming because I want to bring in our guest. He's sitting in the green room right now. Let me bring him in right now, Mr. Gary. Yo, Gary, are you there? I'm here. How are you? Oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, how are you, brother? I'm can doing you, great, man. I'm doing great. Can you, can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. I can see you. Can you hear me and see me? Okay. Yeah, you're coming in a little bit. It looks like you're coming in a little bit. Um, Hot? <clears throat> no, no. You're actually, your your image is a little bit choppy, a little delayed. I see. I but see. you know what? Yeah, we can MacBooks. hear you, and okay. we're just going to have to kind of, uh, unless you uh, unless you can, can fiddle with your connection, uh, a little bit, but obviously not too much, but Hey, you know what? Let's just work with it. This is, Hey guys, yeah, let's do really it quickly. Uh, and Gary, I want you to introduce yourself. This is something, if you want to be a live streamer, if you want to be a podcaster, I talk a lot about this again in the videos over at professorness.com, tons of free content. Um, you have to expect the unexpected, especially going live 
and technical issues. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing this. I've been doing this for over five plus years, early adopter of LinkedIn Live, Twitter Live, Facebook Live, YouTube Live. You're going to have problems. You're going to have technical problems galore. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing this. It doesn't matter how much you prepare. So you just need to roll with the punches. Adaptation is essential. So Gary, uh, first of all, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. I mean, other than the cloudy weather, the temperature is pretty good, so we're good there. But uh, we just got back from a walk with my mother, and uh, all is well today. Fantastic. Where are you? Where are you uh, again, Gary? Uh, uh, remind me. I'm in the uh, D.C. metro area, just uh, just in Virginia, just outside of D.C. Okay, very cool. So you're way on the East Coast. Oh, we're way like you're you're over here. I'm over here, man. We're we're. 3000 miles apart. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that is, that is. And this is, Hey, this is the beauty about uh, technology. This is the beauty of live streaming. This is the beauty of content creation. There are no borders. Borders are invisible. You can connect with everybody. I love it. Tell our audience a little bit about who you are and what you do. Uh, obviously I know that you're, you're huge in the podcasting game. You're doing amazing stuff with your podcast, but tell our, our Nez Nation audience a little bit about you and what you do. Well, thank you. Uh, I am a 13-year podcast veteran. Uh, I got started in the early days of Blog Talk Radio back in April of 2007. I feel like a dinosaur in this game, but uh, we're still chugging along. So I've done uh, a lot of live internet radio for those years and some podcasting. And then in 2017, I started my current podcast, the Gary Cantrell Podcast, which is kind of started out like a personal journal, which it still is a little bit, but uh, mostly on Wednesdays, I highlight other people. I get people on and I just hear their story. It's centered a lot around health and fitness because that's where a lot of the people on Instagram that I have met are, are that's kind of their space. It's kind of the niche that all the uh, pros talk about, how you have your niche. And so um, I've connected with a lot of people on there and I just interview people every single week. Uh, like clockwork every Wednesday at midnight and uh, we talk about their story and then on the weekends is when I release kind of the more personal journal podcast where I talk more about myself and my own kind of ups and downs and you're also doing uh, I mean uh, correct me if I'm wrong because I, I I mean I told this to you a long time ago uh, yes. you know I, I love love what you're doing uh, uh, you know with your your IGTV and your and you are you still vlogging on on YouTube as well so I'm doing a little bit of that. I'm trying to get back in. Here's the problem I had. I'm kind of one of those guys where I get a little bit excited about all the technology. So try to dip a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here. The problem is, uh, I think when you don't have one central focus, you tend to kind of just spread yourself a little too thin. And so what I've been doing is I've been kind of easing back into the video by way of the podcast. I now record every podcast that I do on video. And so that's kind of like keeps my uh, my my techniques with editing video kind of fresh. I go on, I edit all the podcast videos. And usually when I take like a trip, if I go out of town or something, which we're not doing a whole lot of right now, but I'll do more of the vlogging in that particular uh, instance. And so, and so, yeah, Gary, I want to, I want to, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us, and if you're just joining us right now, you're watching Office Hours with yours truly, Professor Nez, with our special guest, Gary Cantrell. Leave your questions and comments. I'm going to get to, I want Gary to help me to answer some questions here. And one question that came up, Gary, so nice to have you, brother. I love it. Love what you're doing. Keep up, keep up the great work. And I want to Thank talk you. about Joe Rogan. If you know what I'm talking about with Joe oh, Rogan, yeah. <laughs> leave your uh, comment in the chat 
if you know where I'm headed with that question. But let's start with this question right here. When you're getting started with a personal brand, and, and maybe Gary already answered this, talking about not spreading yourself too thin. When you're getting started with a personal brand, what social media channels would you recommend? Facebook, IG, YT, more. All or one. I help people create the structure for their coaching business, and now I'm getting into the marketing side. What are your thoughts on that, Gary? For me, right now in the current climate we're in and everything, I think Instagram is is number one for me. That's where I put all of my attention. Not that you don't want to be everywhere else. I think that if you have a a name, your name, or a specific brand name, you want to register it across every single platform. I think you want to find a way to kind of take the main content that you create and spread it across these platforms, but you want to find one that you hone on in very closely. It's like a lot of people right now, a lot of the younger people are on TikTok and that's kind of like a, it's kind of an interesting place because I've dropped a few things on TikTok and some things blow up, some things don't, but I find Instagram by far to be the most consistent. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and, and here's what I would say. This whole idea of you shouldn't be everywhere, you're spreading yourself too thin, I, I hear this all the time. First of all, it depends on what do you want? What's your objective? What's your goal? Do you want to make money? Do you want to raise awareness? Do you want to, uh, you know, are you doing this just for fun? Uh, do you want to become a better speaker, a better communicator? Um, do you want to build a platform so that eventually you can... Um, you know, share uh, your knowledge, share your expertise and potentially monetize that. So if you if you're saying that you help people create the structure for their coaching business and now you're getting into the marketing side, I mean, first of all, you know, I would say that you should be everywhere, A, and then B, uh, you know, you, you have certain focuses of where your target audience is. Like for me, uh, you know, it's like I'm going live and a lot of people don't agree with this. I go live everywhere. I go live Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, sometimes YouTube, but not lately. Uh, but I have focuses like my my business and my brand eats, sleeps and breathes on LinkedIn. I've been on LinkedIn since 2006, building my business and brand. I've got the most followers, over 20,000. I'm very proud of that. These are all real people. But, you know, you got to go where the attention is. Where are you getting? Where are you getting your customers? Where are you getting the, the most awareness? Where are you getting the most reach? Organically, start organically, and then I'm a big believer in a kind of dual structure of depending on what your objective, is, especially if you're an online business or if you want to help coaches get more clients and leads, then you have to understand paid traffic because uh, Facebook is not a free platform. I'm just here to tell everybody right now. You heard it here first. Facebook and Instagram is not a free platform for any business whatsoever. It's just not. It's pay to play. I don't get I don't know about you guys, but I don't get a ton of organic reach. Even my, I've got over 1500 followers on my Facebook business page, only 2% of them see my organic content. I have to even pay to reach them. So if you think that Facebook is a pay uh, is a free uh, platform, you're sorely mistaken. So so you have to incorporate both. I'm a big believer and uh, starting with organic, starting with content that is specifically designed to help whoever your target audience is, is problems, challenges, pain points, etc., and raise that awareness, top of funnel uh, awareness, and and kind of experiment. I, I said this in a tweet uh, earlier. I said that uh, running a business is adaptation times infinity. You have to adapt constantly. I'm constantly tinkering. As a matter of fact, living proof. Just last night, I was on my website tinkering with my uh, landing page 
I mean, I've been doing this for years and I'm still tinkering. I'm still experimenting. I'm still trying to understand the customer client journey. So, so, you know, it, it really depends. I mean, for you, if you're trying to find leads for your, for, for, and, and trying to market, I would definitely say you need to learn Instagram and Facebook ads. LinkedIn is, is monumental. And then for your personal brand, uh, you know, I, I, and this is what I want to talk about. This is a great segue to uh, Joe Rogan. I think podcasting is something that is just going to literally take over the game. And uh, uh, that's something you might want to entertain because it's all about demonstration. Like on my podcast, I do a lot of coaching calls. I do a lot of live Q&A because I don't want to make it about me. I don't want to make it about me at all. I want to make it about me helping people, helping my potential clients, helping audiences so that they can relate, right? Answering their specific questions so other people can relate. Hey, I have that problem too. Hey, I'm trying to figure out where to start. Hey, I'm trying to figure out LinkedIn. Hey, I'm trying to figure out Facebook so that they can relate to that and see me in action. And if they're interested, if they like what I do, well, guess what? They're going to keep listening. They're going to keep following. It's all about getting that audience, providing for them endlessly, ceaselessly. And that's how you build the leverage for sponsorships, brand deals, a AKA monetization. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Let me know. Gary, Gary, do you have any other thoughts on that? Well, I'll tell you what, the podcasting thing, I know you want to go there. That's, I do. That to me, that is a huge thing. Listen to me very carefully for those that are listening. Yes. Podcasting will become a new form of social media. It's already it's already going that way. I mean, and you see a lot of the bigger names, they're doing their podcasts, but more and more the kind of everyday person is starting a podcast and they're using it to document their life. They're using it to talk about the things that are on their mind. Now is the time. I mean, really months ago was the time, but now certainly is still very much the time you want to get in. You want to get in on this very, very much. So right now, especially with anchor, that's an app I use. It's a free platform. You can edit stuff with anchor. You can bring in guests with, I anchor. use anchor as well. I'll leave it. a link in the description below. Yeah. They'll, I mean, they will host your podcast for free. You can monetize it. So really now's the time the, you know, when I got started in 2007, it was a lot more cumbersome you had to get on your phone and you had to call a toll free number and the audio quality was God awful, but now <laughs> right. it's a lot, it's a lot better. So this is the time where you want to get on, in on it now. That should be a part of your plan. No matter who you are, really, it should be a part of your plan. Yeah. And so, so if you don't know what we're talking about, um, Spotify, which is, you know, one of the, one of the largest platforms, for audio. And now maybe even who knows, they're starting to open up video uh, uh, avenues of content as well. From what I hear, Spotify just uh, signed an exclusive deal with Joe Rogan, who has the number one podcast out there. And, you know, not to speculate, but there's been rumblings that it was a hundred million dollar deal plus. And it's funny because people think, man, Joe Rogan hit the jackpot, but they don't realize that Spotify's market share in their in their uh stock price uh yielded a five billion dollar increase since the announcement of that and so and so spotify if you could spend if you could spend a hundred dollars to make five thousand i think everybody would <laughs> so so spotify uh signed joe rogan to an exclusive deal who has the number one podcast and i think this is monumental for content creators because what it, what it's done it's kind of like the housing market when somebody on your block sells their house way above market value or for an amazing price what does that do for your house 
Well, it adds value to your house. And so if you're a content creator right now, holy macadamian nut. Now, obviously, Joe Rogan, you know, uh, you know, he's been podcasting for over 10 years. Uh, and uh, he had a little, it's interesting because a lot of people think, well, he's a celebrity. That's easy for him. Actually, he was never really a celebrity, if you really think about it. I mean, he was a host of Fear Factor. He was an okay comedian. I mean, he wasn't this huge comedian like a like a Louis C.K., Seinfeld, or or Kevin Hart, not by any, or Chappelle, not by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, he worked his butt off. Like, it's funny how people say, well, he's a celebrity. He's lucky. You know, he has uh, star status. I mean, you need to kill that noise because this dude works his butt off. And I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast all the time. And if you listen to how he does it and you watch how he does it, he's extremely, extremely good at what he does. He's a great interviewer. He's a great conversationalist. He's a great communicator. So if you're if you're a business, if you're somebody who's trying to advance your career, and I've said this before, and this is all about personal branding, and you're not building your personal brand, you're not creating content that three-dimensionalizes who you are, that demonstrates because a piece of paper is a two-dimensional context. Okay. It just, it just, it's just one facet. It's more one-dimensional, actually. It doesn't, it doesn't give anybody everything that you entail. It doesn't encapsulate you fully as content does. And it's so easy to create content now. Anybody can do it because you have everything you need in your back pocket right now. You have everything you need in that little device that you carry everywhere with you now. I mean, you could even do a podcast at the Anchor app. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, Gary, but the Anchor app, you could even, you could produce an entire podcast on your phone. Can you not? 100%. Hundred percent. I mean, I don't. I don't. I mean, I do everything on my on my kind of command center, <laughs> if you will. Yes. Yes. But uh, but you know, you can you can do that, correct, Gary? Yeah, you can do everything right from the app. I mean, I'm I'm kind of like you. I'm I'm old school. I've got a Rodecaster Pro. I've got like a whole editing suite and all this stuff. I actually I actually started doing editing on my iPad Pro recently, and this has been kind of a game changer because I was trying to take things off the Mac. And see if I could do it on the iPad Pro, and certainly I'm I'm finding that to be the truth. But for the average person that's just getting started, to the the short answer is yes, you can. And I want to get to your question, Anthony, but bef- but before I do, and Sharon, thank you so much. Uh, you know, Sharon on LinkedIn says uh, uh, having a, a a podcast has opened doors that I never thought would have been open to me. And she uses Anchor over Libsyn. Libsyn is an RSS. Uh, which I don't want to get too technical with my audience, but uh, I want to answer your question, Anthony, and please leave your questions in the chat below. You've got an amazing podcaster and vlogger in Gary Cantrell. And that if you've got, you've got yours truly, I mean, what more do you want? <laughs> um, I want to get to your question, Anthony, but before I do guys, this deal that Joe Rogan made with Spotify uh, and my podcast is on Spotify. I'm sure Gary's is too, especially if he uses anchor. Uh, oh, and by the way, well, hello, let me show you, by the way, we do have a podcast and it's right there. You can see right there in the top. Uh, well, it's my right. I hope it's your right as well. It's the personal branding one-on-one podcast. Uh, it's free. It's all over Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify. I haven't signed a deal with Spotify yet. The keyword is yet, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you should go subscribe to our podcast because our podcast is killer, especially if you like podcasts. Uh, Anthony, I want to get to your question, but guys, this is really important. And Gary, I want your thoughts. This, there it is. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> this has opened insane doors. Uh, this, this 
has shown that content creators are valuable. That if you can draw an audience, I have done, look, I don't have millions of subscribers. I don't have a huge following. I will get there. And and on some platforms, I have larger than others, as I mentioned, LinkedIn, but I do brand deals with companies. I did a brand deal with the company that you're seeing right now, full disclosure, Restream.io. I did a video for them. Okay. It was a commission video. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of this platform. I love this platform. I use this platform and I'm starting to use this platform a lot. And by the way, I'll leave a link in the description if you're interested. Um, why? Because I have built a platform where I have demonstrated how I can bring value to people, how I can bring value to companies and organizations. And I've built an audience that has a great interest in doing these kinds of things and engaging with these companies. You guys, this Spotify deal has changed the game. It's put so much value in the hands of content creators. If you're a content creator and you work your butt off, and you understand exactly what your audience wants and needs, and you provide that for them consistently, holy macadamia nut. The sky's the limit. And you don't need $100 million. That'd be nice, but you don't need that. Imagine getting paid, you know, a couple thousand a month, which, I mean, you could, you know, not maybe not you could live off of that, but guess what? I don't know about you, but I would love an extra couple thousand dollars a month. How about you, Gary? Oh, I'd love it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. Look at this. Seti, Seti says on Twitter, it's so great to see you, Seti. Seti has a great YouTube channel. 2020 is the year of the exclusive deals. Exactly. Okay, so so Anthony, I want to get to your question. I haven't forgotten you, and I want Gary to uh, answer this as well. But before I do, I just want to say, guys, this is the time to create content. The Joe Rogan deal has opened up massive doors for content creators. And so this is your opportunity. If you can build, if you can understand, if you can do it consistently and you develop high quality, produce high quality content, this, there's nothing but upside. There's zero downside. There's nothing but upside. I've built two multiple six-figure businesses with just my content. So I'm telling you right now, and, and, and content is the engine. It's the fuel for your personal brand. And so when I say personal branding, it's literally just modern communications. That's what it is. Okay. Anthony asks, which is a great question. And I get this question all the time. Is there such a thing as podcast market saturation or is that not a concern right now? Podcast market cons, uh, 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 saturation. And, and this goes for really any kind of content, but Gary, uh, what are your what are your thoughts on that? Is there such a thing as too many people doing podcasts? I mean, where where can I get in there? How can I get in there if there's all these everybody's starting a podcast? I'm I'm actually feeling a little bit a little bit of that right now. So it's not it's not like there's nothing to it. But uh, I mean, take, for instance, my podcast. There are when I started my podcast in 2017 and I started interviewing people from Instagram by the end of 2018, there was like three or four other people that were kind of in that weight loss community also doing podcasts. But you know what? There's listeners for them. There's listeners for me. And it doesn't really matter because what people are looking for is you and your authentic voice. If you've got something to say and you know how to communicate it well, the people will come to you. When I started podcasting in 2007, there was probably less than 100,000 podcasts in existence. By the time 2013, 2014 rolled around, there was just under half a million podcasters around. And it may surprise people, but even today, right now, as far as active podcasters, still just under a million. There's about uh, 750,000 uh, active podcasts right now. So there are a lot of people out there, 
But if you know how to communicate well and you deliver it properly, you can break through that. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and here's, here's how I kind of look at saturation and, and, and I hope Anthony, you're still there. Uh, this is how I look at, uh, this is how I look at saturation. I actually try to look at it and great points, Gary, by the way, I try to look at it from a very positive stance. If there's saturation, that means there's a marketplace for it. That means that there's, there's an audience there and no matter how you slice it, nobody, okay, nobody is going to create, deliver, execute the same exact way that you do. And so the more that you embrace who you are and how you deliver, instead of trying to compare yourself and be like other people, there's an audience for you. And the fact that it's saturated actually means there's demand. Demand is great. So I try to put a positive spin on that and look at it from a completely different perspective. Saturation is not a bad thing. Saturation is a beautiful thing. And, you know, there's plenty, plenty to go around. There's 7.7 billion people on this planet Earth. And so that's a huge audience. And this is global, y'all. Podcasting is global. YouTube is global. Facebook is global. There may be a few countries that it's not in, but for the most part, there's no geographical barriers to entry. Um, you know, I, I've had clients from South Africa, from Australia, from Singapore, Denmark, uh, uh, Finland, the UK, you name it, Shenzhen. I've got clients from all over the planet. I've got people messaging me from India saying that my mindset video changed their life. Do you know how absolutely gratifying and insanely good that makes me feel? So saturation, don't look at saturation as a bad thing, y'all. Look at saturation as a good thing because that means there's demand. I hope that helps. Yes, Sharon, you're absolutely right. There's only one you and there's always a gap in every market. So nice to have you, Sharon. Make sure you guys, especially if you're on LinkedIn, make sure that you follow the hashtag NezNation. Uh, and follow me on LinkedIn and click all notifications on Facebook, Twitter, follow so you never miss another live show. Podcast listeners, if you're listening, I want to see you here live. I want I want you to be a part of this awesome conversation. I mean, look at this amazing Nez Nation family. We've got podcasters, coaches, consultants, uh, 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 content creators, business owners, uh, you name it, executives, managers, PMs. I mean, we've got this amazing, amazing group bringing more humanness to this digitalness. And I just absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. Gary, is there anything else that you want to add to uh, uh, what I was saying about saturation? Or or how do you, let me ask you, Gary, how do you um, differentiate your podcast? I just speak my true voice. And what I mean by that is, you know, I have a unique way that I talk to these people when they come on the podcast. I have a certain, uh, not necessarily a prepared line of questions. I here's here's what I think makes the podcast unique and why I think people come back. The best way I could explain it, because I actually identify myself as a, a very much an introvert, and uh, you know, the idea of talking to strangers from the internet is is quite a uh, scary thing. But what I like to do is I like to have never talked to these people before other than some text-based DMs like on Instagram. And so when we get on the call for the very first time, we have never spoken. I don't know really a whole lot about these people, and I get to find out about them over the course of the hour. So you kind of find a unique way to do your podcast. And I think that that makes it 
way more unique. If I, if you were to tell somebody, here's a guy, he doesn't really like necessarily, not that he doesn't like, but he's kind of nervous about meeting new people. And we're going to just put strangers right on this podcast and he's going to have an hour to figure them out and get a story out of it. Nonetheless, that's pretty interesting to me. And as a result, a lot of people have checked it out. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting because that's kind of what I was trying to get at too, is I wanted to understand how you do interviews because a lot of people have, you know, this idea or notion that it needs to be fully scripted. You need to have all these questions ahead of time. And I've got videos uh, over at professornes.com forward slash videos all about this. But, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. I think it should be uh, a couple of things. I hope this brings a lot of value to you guys. Number one, live streaming and podcasting, the, the, the biggest distinction, the biggest kind of, um, you know, uh, uh, component of, of value to these types of conversations is that they're real conversations that it's, it's, I mean, you look at Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan does not plan any of his stuff out. When I say plan, I'm not saying he's just like, okay, let's just hit record. Obviously he knows a little bit about his guest. He does his due diligence, obviously, but he's not regimenting every facet of the conversation. He's keeping it open and flexible. And also live streaming. If you're doing a live stream podcast like myself, the cool thing about live streaming is, is it's not like pre-recorded podcasts and videos. There's a, a lot more, uh, there's a different expectation from your audience, your audience, because it's live. And this goes for radio and TV too. Live audiences don't expect perfection. They expect actually, and actually it, it increases engagement when you have little peccadillos and little uh, uh, bumps in the road show up from time to time, or even, you know, a little discombobulation, dare I say. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to be perfect. And and so I always do this. This is how I do it. If you're interested, hey, Nez, hey, Gary, you know, you and Gary are so smooth. You're so good at talking and conversing and interviewing. How do you do it? And I want Gary's thoughts on this. This is how I do it. I do my due diligence prior to the, to the guest. I do everything. I don't invite a guest I don't think will bring value to my audience. Like I wouldn't have Gary on my show if I didn't think Gary is freaking phenomenal and he can bring value to my audience. So I mean, I'm just not going to bring random people on here, right? Sethi's been on the show before. I may have to bring Sharon in here too. Sharon, give me a, send me a, a private message. I, I'm really enjoying your contribution and your participation. Um, Sethi's been on the show before. Uh, so I do my due diligence and then, and then I tell the guest, uh, you know, if there's anything that they don't want to talk about or anything that they want to talk about, I give them an idea of what the kind of show will entail, uh, and I told Gary, I go, Gary, we're going to do a live Q&A. We're going to take questions from my audience. And bada boom, bada bing, we deliver. We have a real conversation. That's it. Just just keep it. I think it helps if you're a natural communicator and you've got communication skills, obviously. Um, you know, you don't want to just get up here and just kind of look at the camera and, and be stuck in your tracks. But at the same time, don't feel that you have to have everything regimented and everything verbatim and everything pre-planned. Uh, as a matter of fact, I would say that that is a recipe for disaster. You need to allow some room for uh, the unexpected. Keep it natural. Keep it real. Guys, creating content is not difficult. You don't have to be Casey Neistat. You don't have to be Joe Rogan, okay? All you have to do is be capital R real. That's the only criteria. And so your audience can feed off that. Your audience can smell the BS cooking if you're trying to be like somebody else. You got to be you. 
And watch what happens. There's an audience. Again, there's 7.7 billion people out there. There's an audience for you. I promise you. Every single person started with zero. Joe Rogan started with zero. Okay. He started with zero, guys. This guy signed a hundred million dollar contract. His great great grandkids never have to work another day in their life if he if he chooses to. I mean, that's insane. For doing what? Doing something that he loves to do. He loves to talk. He loves to converse with interesting people. He has Elon Musk on his show, right? He's got uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. from the Avengers on his show. It's amazing, guys, what, what you can do. And so uh very, very powerful stuff. What's your plan, uh, uh Gary, for for the rest of uh for the rest of uh, Memorial Day weekend? You got big plans? Anything coming up? Oh, super big plans. I'll be editing video and, and podcasting uh likely for the rest of the day. I've got uh, last weekend my cousin and I got together and we did about two hours, which I'm breaking out into six individual episodes of uh, content. So I'm really looking forward to getting those chopped up and uploaded and scheduled. That's awesome. That's Do you do batch kind of uh, uh, uploads where you, you do it kind of all at once or do you kind of do it just on the uh, like one by one or what's your, what's your, I'm just curious. Cause I, I, I do it differently all the time. I work so far in advance. Here's the problem I used to have when I first started this particular podcast. I was, you know, every Wednesday is when a new episode would come out. I was recording Tuesday night and I said, you know what? I'm not living this life anymore. I started to get my act together and I started to realize that a lot of these people that I had on, this is evergreen content because essentially they're sharing, they're, they're sharing stories about their lives. They're telling me about the paths they've walked down and they're telling me all about, you know, the, the getting healthy and whatnot. And this is very much evergreen content. So you know, I'm doing podcasts, for instance, uh, on the first week of June that won't be heard until August. That's how far ahead I work. So I'm about usually about two months ahead. Nice. Nice. That's, you know, that's great. And and everybody has their own system. Everybody has their own process. Uh, I'm a big believer in streamlining your productivity and, and, and uh, getting things set for the week, the month, or for, you know, even longer. I know some people who have their content calendar set for the next six months. Uh, and that's fantastic. And there's all sorts of tools. And let me know in the chat, let me know in the comments, if that's something that you're interested in me talking about or bringing to the table. Um, I already got a lot of requests for me to do a video on my entire live stream setup, the microphone, lighting, camera, everything, software. And I'm probably going to publish that. Yeah, say that again, Gary. I'd love to see that, by the way. Oh, cool. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's time. I, I have never done a full, you know, in-depth. I mean, I've sort of talked about what I use and what I do, but uh, uh, sort of in passing. But uh, I think it's time that I do a full in-depth, uh, this is the gear that I use, this is how I execute, and maybe even talk a little bit about my uh, about my process and stuff, too. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, I kind of, I kind of do a little bit of both. Um, I'm a big believer in understanding what's happening in the current sort of zeitgeist, if you will, or the current landscape and seeing how I can provide value for that. So for example, if you look at my last six or seven videos and I say, when I say videos, I mean, I don't mean like micro content. I mean like major produced videos and content and podcasts. They're all about what's happening with COVID-19. They're all about adjusting your, your content, adjusting your career search, adjusting your personal brand, how to work from home, how to use zoom. uh, What are some ways in which you can circumvent uh, the, the, you know, the kind of um, 
the the limitations to working from home. So so like I'm a big believer. This is I think a huge growth hack for anybody who's listening and watching. I'm a big believer in um, looking what what's happening in the current landscape. I love evergreen content. Evergreen content's amazing. You need evergreen content. And if you don't know what evergreen content means, evergreen content just means content that's valuable today and ten years from now. Uh, it's sort of that's where the evergreen that that term comes from. If you create content today that's evergreen, like you know uh, 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 how to how to tie a necktie or something like that, like it's good forever, right? It's good for how to change a tire or how to uh, you know how to how to uh, attract an audience. You know you can you can evergreen content is very very good. But I also think a huge growth hack is keeping your eye on the pulse. Um, some people call this culture hacking. Um, you know, there's a, there's a YouTube channel that is just blowing up right now, uh, all about dad advice. How many people have heard about this channel? Uh, dad, how do I, which he literally has like 15 uploads, but it's so targeted. It's so genuine. It's so racked with emotional storytelling that he's already got. I mean, I think his YouTube channel started in April. Check this out, guys. It started in April. And he's already got almost 2 million subscribers. And he's a dad. He's just a normal, everyday dad. But his story of why he's creating his channel, uh, he hacked into kind of the culture of having that father figure around and that father figure to help you, which maybe was lacking in a lot of people's lives. Um, He filled that gap. I mean, I think Sharon said it earlier, fill the gap, fill the need which is beautiful. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And he's now got almost 2 million subscribers. And so can you imagine this guy, just the AdSense alone, if he's, if he's monetizing his channel, which I don't know if he is, um, he's going to be able to quit whatever he was doing. And plus the brand deals, sponsorships, he's getting so much attention. He's getting, and, and here's the cool thing. And this is another reason, Gary, I'd love your thoughts. There's no more excuses. I don't have the equipment. I don't have the wherewithal. This guy does not use fancy anything. He uses a phone. He's got 2 million subscribers or almost 2 million subscribers. He uses a phone. His thumbnails are about as simple as just a frame, just a shot of him. Even in his videos, you can see him hit the record button and stop the record button, right? There's no fancy editing. And he's got almost 2 million subscribers. Holy macadamia nut. I mean, that is just insanity. So guys, there's zero excuses now. This guy can quit his job. I don't know if he was working before or what, but this guy just on the AdSense alone, okay? I My, my channel is monetized. I'm a YouTube partner, but I don't make, I make a couple hundred dollars a month, which I'll take it. I love it. And I'm going to make more. I know I am. Sometimes I make more than that. Um, Seti, I'd love to know what your CPM is. But uh, this dude can literally quit because I know with 2 million subscribers, he's averaging hundreds of thousands of views on each video. This guy easily could be making six figures. uh, I'm sorry, five figures a month easily on his YouTube channel, just on AdSense. You add brand deals and sponsorships, holy mackerel. It's on like Donkey Kong. I mean, this is so exciting. I would definitely, if I were you, uh, if I were you, I would definitely, definitely, definitely uh, go check out his channel. It's called Dad. How do I? Uh, it's like dad advice for 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 everybody who who you know needs that. Uh, it's an awesome channel, and just look at how simple it is. I already sent a, a DM to him. 
I'm hoping to get him on the show because I want him to come on our show and talk to us. But dude, uh, Gary, what do you think about that? What do you think about that guy who has zero uh, fanciness to his channel and he's already got almost 2 million uh, uh, subscribers with only uploading since April? If that doesn't show you what's possible, I don't know what will. <laughs> exactly. Dude. I mean, guys, you don't need fancy anything. It's just absolute insanity. It's absolutely insanity. I mean, it's a perfect example of the possibilities of this. I mean, I've said it before, Gary. I'm going to get 7.7 billion subscribers. I know I am because I believe I'm that good. I believe in myself and I know I'm yes. that good, but guess what? It's not about numbers for me. Look, I've been able to build multi six figure businesses just based on what I have right now, because I know exactly what I can bring to the table and I never make it about myself. I always make it about them. And I do that consistently. And I know the power of this. I mean, you know, I, I, I my students make fun of me all the time, uh, 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 Gary, in a fun way, not in a bad way. They're like, Nez, what are you doing on Snapchat, a middle-aged 45-year-old on YouTube and on, on Facebook and on Instagram Live? And you know what my response is to them, Gary? And this goes out to higher education because I've got a lot of qualms with higher education. What kind of professor would I be? What kind of communication or business professor would I be if I wasn't doing this? True. I mean, look, if, if you're not offering value to people, what the hell are you even doing? I mean, honestly, that's, you know, if I was in it for the numbers, Nez and the money and all that, I would have quit a long time ago. Oh, and exactly. And, and, and guess what? And guess what? It's okay to be in it for the money and, and all that stuff, but you have to understand what it's going to take to get there. Because look, yes. here's, here's, here's a beautiful story that I hope inspires everybody. I used to teach, and I know Seti will, will, will relate to this. Gary, check this out. I used to teach 10, 12 classes a semester just to make ends meet. You know why? Because they pay professors jack, nothing, nada, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. Um, they don't pay professors jack. And then they wonder why education is in the toilet. Because the people who are making money in education are administrators or presidents or chancellors who never, ever talk to the students, who hardly ever meet with students, right? They're not the face of the company. And I call it a company because believe it or not, y'all, education is a business. Take it from a professor who's been doing this for a long time. Education is a business, y'all. It definitely is. And so I had to teach. Check this out, uh, Gary. This was years ago. We're talking, I go way back, like before the turn of the century. I had to teach like 10, 12 classes a semester just so I could provide for my family living in Southern California, which is expensive, y'all. You know, starting my online business years ago uh, using this platform, you know, I started my, my day goes back to MySpace. I had a blog on MySpace that I was actually able to monetize. Um, you know, uh, using this technology and then when Facebook and YouTube came out and then LinkedIn especially, now, guess what I do now, Gary? I only teach one or two classes a semester and really just because I love teaching, not because I need the money or because I have to. Like if the universities emailed me right now and said, Nez, we don't need you anymore. I'd be like, love you. No worries. No skin off my back. And I'm, I'm getting to do what I love to do. You know what I mean? And it's all come from this technology. It's all come from the last 10, 15 years of these beautiful, these beautiful platforms and beautiful, you know, plots of land where you can build your empire. It's insanity. 
You're taking me back to a place with this MySpace stuff. That's where I got my start when I started. In <laughs> exactly. Exactly. When, when, when I was, when I, when I used to play music in bands, we would stay up all night and, and back in MySpace, you would send friend requests and you would send private messages. So it would always be private message, then the friend request. And when I got out of music and I got into live internet radio and podcasting, that was the first place I went. I took all those techniques that I learned with the band stuff, the top eight and all that stuff, which by the way, professor Ned, you would have been in my top eight all day long. Um, but you know, <laughs> I used to stay up till four o'clock in the morning, every night, uh, messaging people. I'd search wrestling. Cause that's when I got my start. I was doing pro wrestling live radio and I would look up with like some of the, some of my heroes, by the way, don't be modest. Like Gary was <laughs> interviewing my heroes. And when I say my heroes, like Ric Flair, didn't you do Randy Savage too, uh, 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 Gary? I wish I had gotten Randy Savage before he passed. It was, I tried. I I interviewed his brother though a couple times. Dude, uh, dude, yeah. I'm I, when I I think I first had you. Correct me if I'm wrong, Gary. I had you on my show a couple years ago, right? 2008, June of 2008. Yeah, and so and so 2018. Uh, 2018, right? No, yeah. I, I kind of knew what you meant. <laughs> I was like 2008. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Uh, 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 and dude, I, I remember just being so blown away by how you did that and how you were able to get, you know, those, uh, amazing guests, which, which is a big part of, of building a strong podcast is getting amazing guests, just like Gary Cantrell. If you can get Gary Cantrell on your podcast, you're in good business. You're in good, good tidings. So, uh, yeah, kudos to you, man. I, I just, I love what you've done and how you've really gone about it in a real honest way. Uh, it's just superb brother. I, I give you nothing but kudos for that. I appreciate it, man. It's, it's been a long journey and it's nowhere near over yet. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've, you know, I had the fatigue. I've had times where I've wanted to to walk away from all of it and just call it a day. And sometimes my wife, my family, they look at me like, man, what are you still doing this for? I'm doing it because I love it. Yeah. I'm doing it because I feel it. I feel called to, bring value to others. I feel Beautiful. called to deliver the message. And so I'm, I'm not quitting anytime soon. I, I'm in this for the long haul. I love the way you said that. And by the way, Seti, great, great, great points. Yes. Anthony, higher education. Yikes. Uh, teaching communication and not communicating the way people do in 2020. Forget about it. You're right. Um, you know, it's interesting, Gary, like you're, you're, it starts with that intention, doesn't it? And I tell my clients and I tell my, my, my audience all the time, like, look, I'm not trying to be Mother Teresa here, but let me tell you something. I love making other people feel good. I love inspiring people. It literally gets every single voltage of electricity coursing through my body at a hundred times more rate and frequency. Um, it's the greatest feeling on earth for me. I don't know why that feeling was put in me, I don't know if I'm supposed to have that or this is some kind of thing where that's this is what I was meant to do. I feel it in my bones I was, but I want to be very clear. I'm not trying to be Mother Teresa. I'm not saying I'm this do-gooder. It makes me feel amazing to make other people feel like, Nez, you helped me realize I could do this too. Nez, you helped me realize that my mind doesn't control me. Nez, you made me realize that depression is not the end-all be-all. Nez, you helped me realize that I can actually start a business online too. That makes me happier and makes me more alive than anything. And the fact that I can monetize what I love to do is like a testament to this amazing technology and to this amazing epoch that we live in. It's insanity, y'all. 
And Gary, what you just said right there, like if I wasn't getting paid for any of this stuff, I would still be doing it because I did it. I did it even before I was getting paid for all this stuff because of that intention is always, is, is always right there. And I'm not saying guys, I'm not saying that you have to, you have to have this, you know, kind of Pollyanna save the world vibe to do this stuff. No, no, no. You can do this all for money. You can do this for helping feed your family. Absolutely. But you have to come across at least with the intention of not making it about you and making it about them. That's the key. The the key takeaway here is Gary's love for what he does comes across in his content. When people hire me for personal branding coaching, executive career coaching, or online business strategy, they can feel that I actually care about this and I actually want to help and that I'm not just doing this to do it for doing its sake. And so if it don't ever forget this guys, don't ever forget this. Cause I, I tell this to my clients all the time and Gary's going to love this too. People don't hire your credentials. People don't buy your accolades. They buy your energy. They hire your energy and you can't manufacture. You cannot fake it till you make it. Don't underestimate your audience. If you're full of crap, your audience is going to pick that up. So it has to be real. You have to really believe. I say this about sales too. I'd love your thoughts on this, Gary. Sales is not selling. Sales is just saying, here's how I think we can benefit from each other. That's all it is. And if you believe in what you're selling and you actually stand by your service, product, or good, you're not selling. You're just simply saying, dude, I got something really dope for you. Check it out. Let me tell you a little bit about it. It's communication. Yeah, I mean, the, the the grand punchline of all of it is offering something to other, offering something of value to the person on the other end. That's the, that is ultimately the key. You have to, you have to offer value to people and you have to love what you do. Yes, just like you said, you can, you can get in it for the money and it'll be fun to be rich one day and all that. But if you're, if you're, if your sole only purpose is for that very thing, might as well get the hell out of here right now because you have to love what you do. And just like you said, people will sniff out the BS right away. You have to love what you do and it has to come across in what you do or else you're just dead in the water. Exactly. Well, Hey, well said. I think that's a beautiful way to end it right there. Uh, uh, Gary, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you to uh, our awesome guest, Gary Cantrell. Uh, Gary, you've been phenomenal, brother. And I just want to say, man, we're going to do this more and more. Uh, I'd love to have you come on again. Uh, uh, Obviously, we're going to be continuing. I love everything that you're doing, brother. Keep it up. And if you ever need anything from me or Nez Nation, you just just hit me up. You know where to get get a hold of me. And I just want to say thank you for sharing your time on this awesome Sunday Memorial Day weekend. Thank you, brother. And before you go, tell everybody where they can reach you. Well, first, I just want to say thank you so much, uh, Professor. It's so awesome to jump on you. Anytime I've been on a, on a call with you, I, I really enjoy the time. So thank you so much for that. I will just tell you there's very three very simple places to find me. Number one, garyspodcast.com. That's where the weekly podcasts are done. You can check it out there. Hardworkalwayswins.com. I don't have any of my merch on today, but that's where I have I all love my uh, T-shirts and all, you know, all that good stuff. And then Instagram.com slash Gary Cantrell. That's kind of where you find me on my day-to-day stuff. Those are the three main places I'd love people to check out if they're interested. Awesome, Gary. Awesome. Go check out Gary Cantrell. Thank you so much for being here, Gary. Have a wonderful weekend. Okay, brother? Thank you. You too, my man. All right. See you later. Okay, guys. Hey, I just want to say... 
to everybody who is in the chat. Isn't Gary awesome, by the way? Uh, I just want to say everybody in the chat who was here, I just want to say thank you to George, Flash, Ashish, Seti, uh, Sharon. I want to say thank you so much to Sharon. Uh, I want to say thank you so much to um, uh, Buck, who was here earlier, and and, uh, Anthony. I want to say thank you so much. I really, really appreciate all you guys being here. It means the world to me. Chris Jones, thank you so much. Make sure uh, before we uh, get out of here, make sure that you subscribe to our podcast, okay? And make sure that you, if you're on LinkedIn especially, follow the hashtag NezNation and follow my LinkedIn profile. Just hit that big follow button when you go to my profile, uh, linkedin.com forward slash n forward slash Professor Nez. And make sure that you follow me there. And if you're on Facebook, Twitter, or uh, uh, Twitch, make sure that you hit that subscribe. Click the bell notification so you get all notifications. I'm thinking this might be our new regular time. I'm kind of loving it. I think there's a lot of room here for me. and, And I love the engagement that we're getting. It really, really means the world to me that, uh, you guys are all here. And I, and I, and I'm kind of curious again, business, don't forget this guys, business is adaptation times infinity. Uh, and so I'm, I'm always going to be, I'm always going to be tinkering. I'm always going to be experimenting, but right now for the time being, especially podcast listeners listening to this, uh, I'm going to be going live every Sunday, 9 30 AM Pacific. Let me do the math in my head. 1230 AM PM, 1230 PM Eastern time, every Sunday, Nez Nation live office hours with yours truly, Professor Nez. So I'm, I'm really, really excited. Um, this is a show where you can ask me anything and I'll bring on guests too. So you can ask me anything, hashtag AMA, so that you can ask me anything that you want uh, related to personal branding, career search, job tips, branding, online presence, online reputation, online business strategies. You can ask me anything, specific platforms, social media, LinkedIn, YouTube, whatever questions you have. This is the show where you can ask us. So I'm really, really excited about this. Uh, uh, And by the way, don't forget, make sure that you uh, subscribe to the podcast. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the podcast. Give us a a, a five-star review if you could on Apple Podcasts. That's where it really matters the most, especially if you're listening to this on Apple. Or if you're on Android, just go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. It would really, really mean the world to me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. I really, really appreciate it. And I'll see you guys next Sunday. Thank you, y'all.